in five, four, three, two, one. Hey everybody, this is Troy Baker here to say, Go frack yourself! <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to episode 31 of Go Frack Yourself. Uh, my name is Mike, and with me this week is Tom, because uh, Jason is, I guess you want to call him vacation. He did, him and Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> Only Tiger got busted though. <laughs> yeah, he texted me today uh, that he is in New Mexico, and he referred to it as the armpit of America. Um, Which is saying something considering how hot it's been these yeah. past couple of days here. Yeah, he said he went hiking with his son uh, 10K up a mountain, and he's like, I forgot how old I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, he must have been pretty pretty bad. I can't imagine the deserts out there. I just can't imagine Jay in that environment of just, like, how much hand sanitizer has he gone through <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> out there in the field? He keeps sending me these pictures. I don't know if he sent them to you of the uh, all these game stores that he's going to. No, he hasn't sent no? me. He sent me a couple of pictures from like up there, but not like a whole bunch of them. He sent me one today of uh, like a bunch of like Zelda swords and shields on a wall, mm -hmm. like really nice looking stuff. And then he went someplace yesterday, and they it might have been a GameStop, but they had like Intellivision games. Oh wow! So I had him pick me up a copy of uh, Astro Smash because I want to take the box art and put it in a frame. That's like one of my first. That's probably the first memory I have of playing games with my dad was was Astro Smash. So wow. I remember that system too. My dad, my dad worked for Coca-Cola when I was a kid and he used to, he had the Intellivision he had the, yeah. all those systems. Cause Co you know, they'd give them away basically. It was between Coke that, it was Astro Smash, Cubert, uh, I like the skiing one. Remember the and skiing Pitfall. Game? Yeah. Pitfall. Yes. Uh, the saw was it? So it was called Solemn, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. My dad and his friends used to play that all the time. I got addicted to that game and the dirt bike one. There was another one where you were like a dirt bike racer. I yeah, can't that's... remember which one. I'm not sure what that one was. That was our old cell phone controllers that we had. Yeah, like the little the little pad with the the circle on it. Yeah, and, and each game wires had the wires were screwed up. Yeah, and you had Nobody to shove had the wires parts. back into the system. Yeah, and then you had those little pieces of paper that slid in that had each. And if you lost those, you couldn't you couldn't play poker because you had no idea what the hell you were doing. Yeah, you were betting when you should have been yeah. holding all the time. It was a good system though. But yeah, so that he's out fun. there. Uh, with the wife and the kids, and uh, he went home to be a family man. Yeah, so I guess her fam uh, Renee's family, which is his wife, she's out there. Um, that's where her family's from. So, so this week we're just going to kind of make it short and sweet. Uh, some things are coming out. I think next week we're going to try to do Wonder Woman since obviously it comes out today or it came out last night. But he's seeing it today. I'm seeing it tomorrow. I will try to go see it during the week. Yeah. So we'll probably have you back on next next week and uh, discuss Wonder Woman. I, obviously the. Overall consensus seems to be pretty positive. Yes, it does. Um, it's surprisingly so. DC actually has a hit. I, allegedly, we'll see. Well, I, I mean, I, I just feel like as a DC fan, you're waiting for that other shoe to fall. All right. I, I keep checking the tomato meter to see if it's going to drop to like 70% or 60%, but it's staying 93 right now. Yeah. In the next couple of days, watch Facebook feeds going to be like, oh, DC uh, gave everybody a free bag of popcorn, and that's why it's at a 93 <laughs> yeah. Like some crazy uh, that, and it's sad, but that's what I'm expecting after yeah. they've gone through all this with us. So obviously, with this uh, movie, some people are calling it the the best superhero movie of the year. Some some even saying more. So uh, since Rotten Tomatoes has kind of set the bar for people's expectations for movies, especially since I want to say maybe around Man of Steel or a little after that. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes has been around for years, but it seems like that's become the make or break for movies now that even producers and directors are calling it out and referencing it, that it's uh, it's causing damage because people, it, it's not an accurate representation. No, um, not at all. And it's, I know a lot of studios are bothering. But so on their website, they have the best superhero movies of all time. And 
supposedly what they've done is they've gone back in and ranked them by the adjusted tomato meter, tomometer, what do you want to call it? Um, so these, yeah, it's hard it, it's based on score. What they're saying on it, yeah. yeah, it's based on score. I don't know if it's the user score or their score, but yeah, I, well, there's 50 of them. I think we'll probably try to do about 25, and we'll throw some honorable mentions out there, mm-hmm. like why Man of Steel is not on there, but something else is. I all right. Um, now is that including like the animated like home? Yeah, movies? The, uh, there's really? actually um, I don't know what number it was, but Batman: Mask of the Phantasm is on there. Yes, that's amazing. And that is a good oh, movie. Uh, so yeah, there's a few anim- not a whole lot. Okay, um, but there's well, a we'll few. See if the one I'm thinking of gets omitted, which I'm sure it will be. But. There's a few. Um, there's like Master or Mega Mind. Mega Mind. No, Mega Mind's number forty-four. Did um, Under the Red Hood make it? I don't think so. Oh, that's that is probably points. one of my favorites. That is a yeah. good one. They did that such a great job on that. And it makes me so envious of why can't they put that on, on the film? big screen? Yeah. So like I said, we'll, we'll try to throw a few of them out there and start with number 25 and count down. But uh, first off, I guess the big thing of the week is the release of Tekken 7, which mm-hmm. you've picked up apparently. Yeah, I picked it up digitally, pre-ordered it a while ago. I didn't did you get, get any good go shit the- from the pre-order? Uh, you get uh, the downloadable character, which is the norm now for fighting games. Of a store gets or GameStop like had the Eliza character that you got her for pre-ordering it. You get like a couple of themes, but nothing nothing crazy. Who was um, the Who was the one that had the big boobs with the uh, sparkly purple bikini top? This that is probably... narrows it down. Who was it? That narrows it down. <laughs> that's one of the pre-order she does like things the, you get a bikini for the vampire character. She does the like the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu where she flips around. Oh silver um, pants. Crap, I for, it, it's Vanessa in Virtual Fighter. It's Laura in Street Fighter Five because this is the archetype that they I want to say because it's like Jackie or something. Am I wrong? No, J- Jackie, you're thinking Virtual Fighter. You're probably thinking I'm, of the guy. I'm gonna have to Google this because um, Vanessa, I want to almost say it's Vanessa. It might be Vanessa. Yeah, I'll put in that and see what happens. I mean, what do I put in Google? Tekken sparkly purple boob? No, it's not Vanessa. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> you gotta be careful what I put into Google here because <laughs> exactly. I don't know what I'm gonna get. Stuff. Uh, let me see. Wow. Okay, that's that's, yeah, that's not what I'm. Which one is it? Like I said, the la- the last uh, Tekken that I played, I think we talked to you about earlier, was Tekken Four for PS2. Yep. Um, now they're on uh, seven, and there was two tag tournaments, and then they did that free to play game. And there uh, was multiple years in between these things. Yeah. All right. So Hihachi, no, it's not him. There's Jin. All right. For some reason, my browser decides to slow down. I'm looking at Tekken characters on there now. Let's try to get a list of them here. Uh, Nina Williams? Is that who you're thinking of? The blonde? Am I on the wrong game? I could have sworn it was this game. Maybe I'm thinking... Well, Nina's Nina wears purple. She's blonde, but she's not like Brazilian. Yeah, she's like a... She's got... She has brunette hair. What the hell? Why is this freaking website so slow? Someone needs to tell Giant Bomb to fix her shit. Christy. Christy, that's it. Christy. Okay, that's who I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's. She um, came in. She came in on Tekken Four. That's where I first played her. I guess that yeah. was the, that was the last one I played. So, I just kind of gave up on Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighters. Uh, Tekken's Street Fighter was always my go-to. Street Fighter Two, especially. Mm-hmm. I just felt like the game moved and felt fine. Street Fighter, and it really kind of maybe it was just the jump to 3D because I felt the same exact problem with Virtual Fighter was just that floatiness. Floatiness. Like, yeah. You jump and it was just kind of like they hover for a second and it just and felt that clumsy when you push a button. Yes, it felt clumsy. It, yeah, it's. I mean, 3D fighters for me on a whole are kind of like that. Like I like Virtual Fighter. I've always had fun with it. Tekken. Um, you know, I'm. I'll go into more detail in my review and stuff but like tekken to me has always been like the music to that it's always amazing yeah the cg is i mean awesome. graphically yeah graphically i mean the, the trailers for it, it looks beautiful but like i said to you earlier that you know it looks like uh they pulled a an infinity ward here with like the with call of duty infinite warfare where the animations look the same 
from previous See, I, entries. And the thing is, I haven't played enough of six. Like I've watched tons of Tekken six and uh, Tekken tag tournament, but I can't honestly say like that. I, I can't honestly say it's like recycled because I can't tell because it's been a long time since yeah. I've actually been putting the buttons in when I'm playing. So I mean, it, I'm sure there's probably some tweaks to it, but as far as yeah. like, you know, the way they but it's animate, the same like spin kicks and side yeah. steps and ducks, and it's you know it is it's like Street Fighter in that aspect. But I think that's all fighting games at this point. Is there is there anything? Like I guess we don't want to give your review away. So, but is there anything in this game that um, for someone like myself who kind of gave up on it a while what is there anything in this that makes you really want to pick it up like, i mean i hear it's really solid if you like tekken but for someone who hasn't played it for years is what, what would draw me into this game i think one of the hugest things in this game so far that i've already started to get into the customization of the characters and and i know it sounds dumb but it, there's some like um injustice did this too and i didn't realize this until um this past weekend they had one of the first um like uh homegrown tournaments for injustice and one of the things that um ha the game has in it in champion mode you know how there's all the different gears in injustice like that was one of their yeah, big selling yeah, yeah, points yeah. was like oh everybody's gonna look different if you put it in tournament mode it randomly generates different costumes for the characters huh. so like when you're at a tournament or you're watching it or you're playing online the characters always look different and yeah you get some ridiculous stuff but the amount of stuff you can pick from in this game and earn money to do like you can unlock all the old tekken 7 movies or all the old tekken movies and endings and music jukebox it's it's a love letter like i like ign said at the very beginning of the review this is they did it right yeah. as far as fan service like they're reminding you like one of the biggest things they used to quote street fighter 4 we're not reinventing the wheel we're reminding you why the wheel is so good to begin with that's a good point. That's that's a good way to look at Tekken Seven, in my opinion. It's like a gift box. So so Jay texted me before this began his one question, and uh, I want to pull it up here so I can quote him on it. Okay. Um. And he says the question is for him to ask. Um. If I just dropped sixty dollars on Injustice, which he did, mm -hmm. why would I want Tekken Seven instead? Or would I feel bad for not getting Tekken Seven? Because you guys have you have them both, I'm assuming. Yeah, I got. I mean, I, honestly, right now my PS4 is Street Fighter Five, uh, Injustice, and Tekken. I have CEO coming up in two weeks to go play at, so I've been playing them a lot. Like I understand, I'm not the, I'm not the barometer that they're trying to get the casual people into, but it's. It, I think it's a tough sell if you've already bought Injustice. Are they very it, similar? It, they're not similar at all. It's in the fact that how many people like. Like you said, you like fighting games because, oh, my friends all got this. Like, yeah. this is a fun game to play because my friends got Tekken is you're going to have fun with it on your own. But it, if if Injustice isn't going to have the legs that you think it is because of, you're not going to have anybody to play against, I would like if I had to pick between the two just based on like I being at the store looking at them how could you say no to a batman superman harley quinn Catwoman yeah. fighting game compared to oh here's the game that's on its seventh installment i don't know anything of what's going on True. you don't know sitting there looking at the box that you can like pretty much watch the entire history of tekken through the movies of the games or inside the game but i mean i think if you're a casual player i think injustice is the way to go injustice In my, yeah i would i would take injustice if if you're looking at it from I only buy one fighting game a year, it, how can you say no to Injustice considering that's a, if you're a comic book nerd, you want that stuff. That so over you, Tekken. Easily. You don't have a Switch, do you? No. Okay. See, I, I, I've been really tempted to, to get that Street Fighter, Ultra Street Fighter. Yeah, for 40 um, bucks. I mean, for 40 bucks, that's not a bad price. It's not the worst, definitely. Um, I mean, just because that's one of my favorite fighting games. I, I just have a hard time spending $60 on a, on a fighting game when if no one's on, I'm not going to play it. Yeah. I mean, once I beat the game, I, I, I'm not going to play online against strangers because it's too personal. It's, it's too one-on-one. -on -one. I can play Overwatch and everybody else with strangers because I don't have to talk to anybody. There's enough going on to distract me, but when it's a one-on-one -on -one personal experience... It's you I, versus that other person. Yeah, I don't, want, not... a, I don't want some 15-year-old kid being like, ah, I just whipped your ass, bitch. Yeah. You know, I don't want and that. And now you get a lot of that. Yeah, so that's, that's, I don't want to deal with that. So and like... 
it's hard for me like i will wait until that's like a, a game of the year with all the dlc packed in and pick it up for like 29 bucks yeah and it, and for 29 bucks awesome if you can i mean if you're at the store you trade in and you already got injustice and you're and you want another fighting game i think Tekken would be great for that or if it's even less than 60 bucks yeah totally worth picking up but i mean if you just bought injustice or if you're deciding between the two of those so it's it's, it's a hard sell yeah i think it is to a casual fan yeah i mean these when you get to the seventh installment of a game, like you're selling it to the people that bought the seven installments before, or the six installments before that. So do you think it would have been better for them to wait maybe another two or three months after Injustice, which was what? It launched only, what, two, three weeks ago? See, and yeah, Injustice, what, three weeks ago, the beginning of May? Yeah. Right? It was May 6th. The problem is they need to get all these games out because Evo is in two months. And this is the first year they're also doing a Japanese Evo that they're going to have one over there and they like street fighter last year got rushed when it did to get it out in time to be able to do that thing that they did at espn like that game had to come out they didn't have it that's why they launched it with absolutely nothing available because the people who were going to buy it are the people that are going to spend you know sitting there playing ranked online matches all day not the people that are going to play through the story mode yeah it's I mean, I see the box art for like Injustice, and I'm like, you know, the the, the plain copy was being a Superman fan. Like, yeah, I love what the kind of that dark tone that they did with him, and I'm like, it's it's tempting. Yeah, but GameStop like, only had medium. Apparently, at the last week before the game came out, GameStop sent out uh, soccer jerseys, Injustice soccer jerseys, to the stores for people that pre-ordered like at the last minute. Really? So yeah. And when I got there on launch night, I got there like early. There's a bar next door. So, of course, I went to the bar and waited uh, till about 845. And there was already like, I'd say there's like nine, ten people in line ahead of me. And I guess they had nine jerseys left, all mediums. Oh, that would have been perfect for me. (laughs) (laughs) All mediums? I mean, come on. That's usually the opposite. Usually it's like XLs. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I can't wear I this. I look like a, I look like a goofball. Hey, I've lost 25 pounds in two months, so I'm I'm ready to, you know, I, I'm not fitting in a medium anytime soon. I don't think that's happening. But did you get one? No, no. Because the guy looked at me and he's like, "Oh, are you a medium?" I'm like, I sh-, you know, immediately, I've been drinking and I'm just looking <laughs> at him. I'm like, do I look like a medium? Like, I oh, just yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it online. So it's the one with the green shoulders and the. Yeah. The polygon version of Batman's helmet. Yeah, it's like a soccer-looking jersey. Yeah, with the collar and everything on it. That's pretty sweet. It looks like and, a, it, it looks like one of the jerseys that you see the uh, MLG guys playing in. Yep. That's pretty slick. It's, I like that. It was. I was just kind of surprised. Like I remember back in the day. God, I remember I had like three Soul Calibur two T-shirts from you guys at GameStop. Like you had. Oh man, we used to get so many free T-shirts. Yeah, you guys used to give away everything. Like. And and that was always like months before, like, you know, if you pre-ordered, oh, here's a cool shirt. Like you got, you know, at your store, at least when you guys were there, like you go up there, you're just like, oh, I pre-ordered this a couple of months ago. Oh, yeah, I remember you. And like, here's a shirt. And instead it was like a last week people that are jumping on the, you know, the last second bandwagon to pre-order it. Like you get my you get my Batman jersey. Really? Yeah, I, I remember the. um I still loved my uh, my Sly Cooper shirt. It was a black polo that had the Sly Cooper little like his calling card uh-huh. on the on the just like the chest, and that was all that was on it. Because usually they brand that stuff with all kinds of weird shit, oh, Sony or whatever. But it just yeah. had just the raccoon, you know, Thievius Raccoonus on the front. I'm like, ah, that was my favorite shirt. I don't know where it is now, but I, I can't part with it. My Zelda Ocarina of Time shirt is still in my closet. I cannot help. I I cannot get. It's rid like you of don't want to wear it. No, I mean, I would never wear it because it's way too small. But at the same time, you keep that one. You, that's just how many yeah. times in your life are you going to run across an Ocarina of Time shirt? Except for nowadays. Now all the kids get all that crap and we got nothing back in the day. So you're going to have your review for it up when? What do you think? I'm hoping by Sunday night. Okay. Um, so when the podcast goes live yeah. roughly around the same time, they can listen to that and then read your review. Yep, um, I'll be working half of the day, and then I'll put the review up, uh, hopefully by uh, that night. Sounds good, man. Uh, see, there's a, I guess a few other small little things that happened this week. I, I that Friday the Thirteenth game. I watched some streams. It, I, there, and there's a lot of bugs. 
Yeah. And they're and they say they're working them out. But man, I don't. I don't know if I'd play a game. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like horror movies and stuff like that. But this I, this kind of falls into that same thing that you I'm saying before the fighting game. I was like I would only want to play this with my friends because I think it would be even if we're not even if one of us isn't the killer, just running around like a group of four of us, you know, trying to survive would just I think would be hilarious. But if you're by yourself, I don't know if it would have that. You know the problem like and. It's weird to think about this, but I think the most obvious thing that happens in online play with that with your friends is every single speaker must be going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how could you not do that if you were playing the game? I I would not be able to play the game without doing that. It would have to be on constant loop in the background. I'm just trying to see. How did it review? Uh... I know there's a there's a ton of bugs in it. Uh, the the yeah, online was like busted the first night. Game Informer gave it like a six point seven five or something like that, and then but the the audience review of people who fans who have played it have given it like an eight point seven five. So there's the people know. that are going to play that game and and that are excited about it and are going to write a review for it. I'd imagine would have a higher uh, review of it than people who necessarily just got handed it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that would make all the difference in the world. Like I want an well, see, man. Here's a big difference because. On GameRankings.com, uh, there's no score for the Xbox version, but the PS4 version has a 55% based on three reviews, but the PC version, based on eight reviews, has a 72%. That's a okay. big difference. What's the date on the reviews? Um, let me see. Are any of those reviews somebody who the first... IGN um, gave it a 6.9 out of 10. Okay. PC Gamer gave it a 75 out of 100. Cheat code, I don't know, some of these I don't know. Uh, hooked Gamers, 8.5 out of 10. These Most of these landed on uh, June 1st. Okay. So just recently. So IGN's was just recently. Um, I was gonna, I thought you were saying they were player reviews because I could have. No, no, these are actual like, reviews that are. Game Rankings pulls it all together kind of like Rotten Tomatoes does. Uh, okay. Um, so they're the, they're the source, huh? Yeah. So Damon Hatfield, who does the IGN podcast, this, he wrote the review. And he guess said he gave it a 6.9. says, the game's okay, lopsided gameplay, egregious bugs, almost killed the mood for Jason's murder spree. So hopefully with these bugs being fixed, I would assume that the quality of the rating would go up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I just can't... I don't know. It just seems like a weird game. Like even watching streaming it, like I get it. Okay, there's like one monster you're taking him down. Like to me, it just doesn't. That seems like a hard sell. For well, see, stuff. and that's the thing too is it doesn't like what's the other game uh, evolve, where like the four players yeah. are hunting the monster. I don't think there's you're not hunting Jason. This you're just running. You're running. And I mean, then you can attack if you can try to, but like for the most part, him. you're just running. Yeah, but you can beat him. Like, you need to have one girl on your team go run to the cabin, which is randomly located, yeah. to go find the sweater. And then Oh, there's a sweater? Once, yeah, once you get his mom's sweater in, her, in his, your okay. the mom's head, you go up to him and you start talking to him. Gotcha. And it unlocks that one kid from the new beginning, that Tommy guy, like, after you defeat Jason or oh, whatever. That's going, that's going back. Yeah, from seven, seven was the last, like, decent one, I thought. I mean, I can remember going remember. to see Jason X and these two, these stupid people in front of us. Like, they were out in space floating, and they're like, "Run!" <laughs> like the look. <laughs> okay, you're in space. Run. All right, makes sense. I'm uh, just browsing on Amazon, was looking for some of the stuff, and uh, I didn't realize that Dirt Four was so close to being released. That was the one you said you were excited about. Right? Oh man, the Dirt series is probably one of the best rally games i've ever played really oh my god they're so good i have not played a dirt i mean i've they were games for gold a bunch of times weren't they like two or three dirt was? three was yeah dirt three okay uh then they came out a dirt rally which i i i bought from amazon and then never opened it put it back in the thing and sent it back yeah and i'm like i really wish i would have held on to it because i got it for a good price but the new one's coming out and i'm like because a dirt rally was like a it wasn't the successor to Dirt 3, this is obviously Dirt 4 is, but um, it had more like uh, just different modes into it that were standard for the, the traditional rally. This is Dirt 4 is the traditional rally. Wow, um, I think the last rally game I bought was Rally on Sega Saturn. Wow. 
That game was the jam. I guess maybe it was a little bit of my, you know, owning a, a Subaru WRX. That um, just... you ever see Swingers? Yeah. I have a yeah. Cavalier. It's, okay. It's a red. It's I literally got two Cavaliers in my life because of that movie because I wanted one after seeing it. I was like, Mike's so cool. You didn't get a Chrysler LeBaron? No, I did not get the LeBaron <laughs> from Freddy Got Fingered. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one, only one LeBaron, Freddy. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. So Nintendo announced sort of uh, some plans for their online system. Have you heard of that? It, I was reading the article right before yeah, we, you called I put me. it up on the website, and man, I'm all on Nintendo Switch, but what a I do, clusterfuck. I don't yeah, how stupid are they trying to be with this? It we is don't need terrible. three cords. You, you have you, an adapter, three cords, a phone, and the headset and the Wii U or the or the Switch. It's Do you remember the big hit with Lou Diamond Phillips? The big hit. And Mark Wahlberg? I remember the movie. I don't think I saw it. Okay, there's this part where the guy's like they're trying to make sure that you don't that he doesn't get his phone call traced. And this is what it's like setting up the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. It's like, my trace bust a busta, bust yeah. his trace, who's trying to bust my trace. I mean, that's that's yeah. what it sounds like you're doing. You're putting an adapter into an adapter. It's so dumb. Why did they not make that easy? I don't know. I, I, I do think, the well, the fact that you need a smartphone, like I said, I wrote in the article today, is I, maybe it's it's partially to keep children off voice chat when parents aren't around because how many kids my son doesn't have a phone so i don't know how many kids are going to have phones that they're going to have to ask their parents but that's going to that's going to do a 180 and just and does that bite them in the pants data? huh is that eat up your data uh, i mean i'm assuming that you probably be on wi-fi at the house if you have wi-fi but if you don't i would assume probably does oof yeah that would be that would definitely be a blow. I, I just um, I, I it makes no sense to me why Nintendo is so afraid. Like they it it just seems like they're petrified to be as good as they could be. Yeah. You know, like with the stupid the the Wii and the Wii U. I love that system. The first party games are amazing, but there's no other reason to own one other than the first party games. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, if they've gotten some pretty good independent games, and I think that's where they're really going to shine is where these independent games are coming from. Like I, the Stardew Valley has been out for a while. It's still in the new versions are still out in the PS1 or PS4 and Xbox One, mm-hmm. but I'm holding off just for that Switch version because I want that experience on that console. Yeah, my friend Ryan's been playing that, and yeah. he is huge on it. He was like, it's a, he's like, it's just a fun game. Like, sit there and unwind too. That's, like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I could just lay in bed and play that, but I want to do it on the Switch. Yeah. So I need to wait for that. It's supposed to be sometime this summer. Um, All right, level with me. Is the Switch that much? I hate. I I know it's weird, but it's one of the things that I hate when Switch people say, "Oh, I can play it in bed." You couldn't play on the Wii U gamepad. What's that? The Wii U gamepad. Yeah. Isn't the Switch pretty much the exact same thing when it comes to playing games? Like, if you wanted to, like in your bed, um, if it was that big of a deal. I mean, yeah, you have to be close to the system. I get that. You got to be close to the system. The, the, um, you know, once once you're in that game, you you can't really leave it. Where okay. the switch is the system itself. So like, if I'm playing Zelda, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to play Zelda anymore. I can back out. And depending if I had to put the cartridge in or if I bought it digitally, I can just literally switch okay. between game to game. Go on. It's online. I can keep playing the thing. That um, just felt like something in the reviews that it was like, okay, if you had a Wii U, you had that ability as well. I mean, you couldn't take it like across the house, but you could take it like in yeah. This you can room. take anywhere you want. It's um, you can save the progress, you can turn it off. It's you know, being able I to see. have it on playing and click the things in and just pull it out and go. It literally does work as advertised. It's it's crazy. Now, have you had any of those warping issues or no? What warping? The warping with the screen that Mm-mm. apparently a lot of people are having. Uh. Uh-uh. The, uh, that the dock is overheating? No. Huh? Apparently it was, a, I mean, it was all over the news sites. Of The only problem I've had it. is with my new 4K TV, the Samsung. Yeah, they're addressing, they're supposedly working yeah. on that this week. Yeah, Samsung's supposed to be putting up. But that, I will tell you, when you're in the middle of a firefight, either Call of Duty or Overwatch, mm-hmm. and your TV automatically switches inputs, oh, I, I cuss like oh. a motherfucker. Oh, man, imagine. it pisses me off so bad. 
And then I had that you... happen to me on Street Fighter once, and I and me being the sadist that I am, <laughs> went back and watched the video of me being beat. Oh. Standing there, oh. like this is what happens when you don't put the remote on, you know, away from you, and you sit on it by accident. Ouch. Yeah, it's the thing is, I know when it happens, I know it's going to happen again within a, within a few minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's either I sit there in the middle of a firefight and like wait for it to happen again and switch the input back, or I have to get up off my couch and undock the switch and put it down so it doesn't happen again until I'm done for the night. That sucks. Yeah. That so thankfully hopefully that'll be fixed. But So what are they gonna do? They're just gonna um, like change an HDMI port I or think what? Samsung is fixing it on their end. Um how, but so how are you gonna get it? So my TV has uh, built in Wi Fi. So when oh, Samsung so it'll releases update it, itself? It'll, it'll update itself, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's wow? It's like the Jetsons. Yeah, it's an amazing TV, dude. It's got Netflix. Everything's built into it. Um, it's yeah. I've, I can YouTube's built in, and it's it's crazy. It's like a two thousand dollar TV, and I got it for like eleven hundred bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, I did. I did a lot of research before I bought a TV because I wanted to bring my ex, uh, PS4 Pro out there with it, and um, you know I when you're playing shooters and competitive shooters and stuff, that lag time for the input to a big screen can make a huge mm-hmm. difference. Oh, yeah. And a lot of these 4K TVs have really high latency. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Samsung was the only one that was like under 15. Oh, um, wow. So yeah, it's, it's, I don't notice any, any lag or anything when I'm playing online. So it's nice. But I wanted to have a TV that had that with the HDR and the, the 4K and Samsung, unfortunately it's a little pricier, but yeah, how many HDMI inputs? Uh, four. Four, okay. That yeah. was like the hardest thing to find back when I was getting like my first flat screen TV was something with like, I wanted three uh, HDMI ports and it was so difficult to find something with three HDMI ports yeah. back then. Now this crazy. this one has a, um this one has like a, a, I think they call it the Samsung One Box. So mm-hmm. like this box plugs into the back of the TV and then yeah, all the cords like plug into the box. In yeah. yeah. So from dope. that, all the inputs go into that. So my uh, optical out goes into that, and then that goes into my sound bar and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Good deal. Um, too bad HH Greg didn't lower their prices more when they are going out of business. <laughs> are they are they cleared out now? Jay and I went when they first announced it, and it was like 15 bucks off of everything. That was it. That was like their huge sale. Because they can probably, I'd imagine they can just sell that stuff back, like liquidate it, and they can sell it again in a yeah. Best Buy or a Walmart or whatever. That's crazy. I never, I've, I literally never stepped foot into one of them. Uh, they, they get some pretty sweet deals. Like stuff, like, I know personally, like, I got my PS4 by my, like, they threw one in with a TV when my parents got a couch. They gave, really? they gave them a PS4, yeah. They gave them a flat screen when they got a Lazy Boy. Like you can, may, I'm starting to see why they may have gone out of business. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe just a Giving little bit. Giving too much shit away. All you had to do was like ask nicely, and they're like, uh, uh, okay, let me go ask. And then next thing you know, they're like, oh, yeah, you can have a TV. That's cool. Thanks. Just for buying, a la- just for buying like a Lazy Boy or something. Yeah. Well, that might have been the reason. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess we can jump over to uh, the movies. The comic list here. My browser's being really fucking slow here. So yeah, the uh, Wonder Woman, which is coming out, well, it came out today or uh, technically last night, whatever. Yeah. Today, um, sitting at a ninety-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is huge for for DC and, and Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. They they needed this desperately. They're going to eat tomorrow. Like, they've decided. Like, um, they're probably like, you know what? No more of this generic off-brand stuff. We're switching back to, like, uh, brand name yeah. food now. <laughs> it was tough. It was one fly for a while. Now, we do have Justice League to go. And, you know, that was by Snyder. Yeah, now it's by Weldon. Well, it's being edited. Yeah, so Whedon's going to take over. Yeah. And I'm sure he's probably going to finished directing a lot of those uh reshoots that they had planned mm-hmm. you know the question is how much will we how much influence of his will we see how much also are they going to give leeway because as much as everybody I mean, and i'm not saying this like as a great thing for dc because obviously it's tragic what happened to snyder's kid but yeah you don't like as much as you i don't know about you but as a fan i almost felt like a twinge of like 
what's the word remorse for being so tough on the guy i yeah i, I felt the same way you know i was just like man i was then, so rough on him it's kind of like i got I didn't the even feeling who's dealing with this stuff I got, I got the same feeling from this that I did from when Heath Ledger died, because he died before the movie came out, and mm-hmm. you knew that was going to generate enough buzz that the studio was like, "Oh, his performance amazing," and it was like you you built into it. With this, I feel like because of the tragedy surrounding Snyder's having to leave, or all these studio, all these reviewers are gonna be like, you know what? Let's just review it positively, so we can say he exactly. went, he went out with a, hat, a tip of the hat. It's the best movie he's ever made, and, and that's a gonna, very cynical way yeah. to look at it. But it's on. But I, in my opinion, I think that's honest now. Like the way that's gonna be, like, I could totally see some people almost giving him somewhat of a pass. Yeah, I, and I don't want that to be the reason that it, it might be good. But I feel like Whedon could do enough of it. No, definitely not. And it's to make it good. And then the reviewers be like, oh, you know, Whedon did his, put his touches on it, but Snyder finally hit one out of the park or something like that. Yeah, Snyder's pacing is always going to be what it is. I mean, I I always I liked Watchmen as much as everybody else hated it compared to the comic book, though. Eh. But I liked Man of Steel. Like, I liked uh, Batman versus Superman. Like, I know I'm in the minority. I, I, did you watch I, I the three-hour version of that? Of course. I was there at midnight okay. to go get mine. So... I've talked about it several times in this show. That that three-hour version redeems that movie. Easily. There is so much that was needed that whoever edited that film destroyed it. Yeah, why would you not want to see Darkseid at the end of it? Or Darkseid, whatever, at the end of that movie? Like, why did they take him out? That makes no sense. Yeah, I... The... Yeah. The, the whole plot set up with Lex doing things to Superman before... You know the bodies were being piled and stacked on, so you got to see what he was being blamed for. Because yeah. otherwise, you just think because he broke through a roof, oh, he he was being blamed. Why? Like so much of it was left out. It felt like it. It was so much more of a movie. Like I don't have a problem watching a two and a half hour movie. I don't have a problem watching a three hour movie. But I know most people don't like that. And his pacing, yeah, sometimes can is so drawn out. Like especially yeah. in Watchmen, it just feels. Oh, like some Watchmen scenes, took. Yeah, like, Watchmen was long. Yeah, you're just sitting there like, long. okay, okay. And that's just that's his style. I I personally like it. I understand a lot of people don't, but yeah, I I nobody. Wonder if I don't that's think be a part of it. I don't think anybody can judge or or you know turn their nose up at his artistic style. Yeah, his films are beautiful. I mean, yeah. no matter what you think. It's like the uh, Sin City movies. Oh, those were those were nice. Those you can were really crap good. all over the. Even the spirit was shot in that same kind of yeah. style, and that's just a fun style to look at. So, again, we talked about Rotten Tomatoes basing their movies. Uh, I'm not going to do all the top fifty. Okay. But as I mentioned briefly, uh, Man of Steel was not included in the top fifty, which it's garbage. <laughs> whether you, whether you disagree with the Superman killing, which I know Jay has a problem with, me being the Superman Mark, I don't. But whatever. I have to say that that was a better movie than a few of these, like Sky High, yeah, with Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. Fliskin's um, final down. The mask. Ridiculous. With, Shouldn't be on the list. I mean, it was Cameron Diaz's like "Hello World," but um, that was her first movie. That was her introduction. Superman Returns. No. No. Was not better. Than Man of Steel. Sorry. Not not at all. Kevin Spacey is the only. Is yes, the only he was the only thing. saving grace in that movie. Yes, he and he was dope. He um, was a great Kevin Spacey. Or so Ke- kind of narrow yeah, it down Kevin here. Spacey. Dark Man. The Liam Neeson movie, by directed by Sam Whoa. Raimi. Oh, I have not heard that. In now, if ever. you've seen that movie, you know how poorly acted that movie is. Yes. Liam Neeson but, is terrible at his delivery. Yeah, he and didn't yet, go to acting has, class yet. That's been readjusted to an 86%. What's Howard the Duck? That's not on here. Howard the Duck is... That list is just blasphemous. Yeah. How is Howard the Duck not on there? Uh, I guess we can start at number 30. So, yeah, Dark Man was number 29, and that beat Man of Steel. That's ridiculous. Uh, the Man? original... Oh, my God. The original X-Men comes in at number 30. Okay. That was, uh, that was a big... That I was a big like, one. Yeah. It, and that got readjusted from an 81 to an 86. 
number 28 was The Avengers Age of Ultron, which was probably my least favorite of those movies. I'm surprised it's that high on the list. Yeah. Or that low on the list. Surprisingly, everyone everyone I've told, they're basing this off a score, but this doesn't make any, well, okay, so Captain America, the first Avenger was 27. Good movie. No problems. Yeah, it's fun. 26, Iron Man 3. Ugh. The worst of all three Iron Man movies. You mean Iron Man 3, Iron Man gets depressed? And it went from a 79 score adjusted somehow to a 90. Someone Are these the same to... guys that counted Bush's votes in the Florida election? I don't know how you As, adjust a score chads? for that. I, everyone I talk to say that's the rest. I mean, and I agree that was the the whole you know plot twist with the Mandarin was garbage. Yeah, it made no sense uh, like, to me personally. It felt like why? Are, I don't know. That seemed like so a again waste that that beat Man of Steel. So I, I don't know. Chronicle was number twenty five. That was a decent movie. I can't even say I've seen that. Oh, is that the like the Lego? That's the, that's the found footage movie where the, the kids find like a some they found like a spaceship or something and then the kids all start developing like powers no I never heard of that and it's like a found footage type thing um, Ant-Man is number 24 eh, okay fun movie yeah Superman 2 is 23 which the Donner uh, cut or the normal yeah. cut well it didn't say Donner cut but it is uh, Superman 2 that that should be a little bit higher than 23 uh, I mean that was definitely Zod that was amazing to see yeah first time uh, X2 is number 22. My favorite of that series. Uh, Batman Begins is number 21. That's lower than I thought it would be. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Dark Knight Rises is near the top of this list, so I can see Batman, like, or not Dark Knight Rises, just Dark Knight, but I don't um, know if Batman Begins was good, but it didn't, it laid cement. That's all. Yeah, it, it did. Yep. Um, Hellboy 2 was number 20. Eh. X-Men First Class is 19. Deadpool, 18. I'm surprised Deadpool's 18. I figured that would be a lot higher. This one surprised everybody, me. Everybody's just all over that movie. Yeah. I th- I th- well, it surprised me, too, that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is 17, above Deadpool. How? Uh, I thought I it was a good that. movie, but it was nowhere near as good as the first, and I don't think it would be higher than maybe 20, 22. Not better than Deadpool. No, I wouldn't think. I, I mean, they're different types of hero movies, but I'm just surprised Deadpool for even its cultural impact, really. Yeah. I mean, they, that brought Deadpool. Like, I see more Deadpool shirts now than I ever have. And, like, little kids, a six year old's wearing a Deadpool shirt. Like, all I the mean, time. It definitely, yeah. I it, see that. I'm like, are you kidding me? It changed the game, too, with so many studios now feeling more comfortable to go rated R. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man. movies aren't insanely dark now. Which Spider Man? Spider Man 1 by okay. Sam Raimi um, was 16. God, uh, how are we going to label the Spider-Man movies in the future? <laughs> Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man by Raimi, like you got to add that on. Uh, Big Hero 6 is 15. That was a fun movie. It was pretty good. Dark Knight Rises uh, 14. Okay. With Bane. Uh, Captain America The Winter Soldier is number 13. I think that probably should be a little higher. That was the best one that they did. Winter Soldier was good. For, Mar- for the Captain America movies? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought uh, Civil War, I think, just had way too much going on. Uh, Winter Soldier was just really well-paced. The whole plot twist with the Hydra already being infected, you know, inside, like, mm-hmm. I thought that was really well done. The Avengers movies just don't focus... Uh, that's my problem with them. I have a hard time investing in a movie that has so many... Like, that's what I'm worried about with Justice League, too. When you have, like, that many characters, it's hard... To if you haven't seen the other movies, to be invested in them, you know. Way to the win- way to uh, Infinity War. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be in- insane, and it'll make a bazillion dollars. The original Superman is number twelve. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man Two by Raimi with the uh, Doc Ock is number Doc eleven. Okay. And now we go into the final ten. This surprised me. Doctor Strange. Already. Already at number ten. I don't think you should be able to include anything that that's, that that's it's, recent. Its score was a 90 originally, and somehow it's adjusted to a 101%. I'm not sure how this is working, but... Uh, yeah. We need a math teacher. we got to call somebody. Uh, number nine, the Lego Batman movie. Which was awesome. It was good. I loved it. Big, I it was, big surprise it, for me. Yeah, I was... 
I went to it. I was like, you know what? I'm a Batman fan. I got to go to this. And that was that was so bright, vibrant. Like, I was really impressed with it. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past is number eight. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I thought that one really messed with a lot of the timeline stuff for me. Above Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Number seven. Uh, they said number uh, Captain America Civil War is number six. Now Which this one, one was for it? Civil War. Yeah, Civil War is number oh, six. Okay. Uh, number five, The Incredibles. I don't know if I want that considered in with my comic book movies. I mean, it is superheroes. Yeah, I mean, well, is, I guess that is a distinction: comic book and superheroes. Super, this is based on superheroes, so I mean, for me, that is probably my favorite Pixar movie. A hair above Toy Story, but that is my favorite Pixar movie. Really, I'd have a hard time going against Toy Story. Like I said, it's a, it's a hair. It's or a, the Minions. What is that? Is that Pixar? No, that's um. Is that Sony? I don't know. I love the Minions, though. I think they're so cool. Um, number four, my- the original Avengers. Okay. Number three is the very first Iron Man. Yeah, I can see that Iron Man I, was a I, big. Yeah. I think That's when they a took a, they took a B level superhero because at the time you know what X Men Wolverine Spider Man all their big franchises were sold off to other studios they're like all right well we got Iron Man let's see what we can do with this and man Downey Jr just crushed that role so well and it really just it started everything for Marvel so yeah I, I agree with that one number two The Dark Knight of course I think that's I that's uh, that's gonna be so hard to be topped, but I'm also biased. Of just the only thing that would make that movie better for me is a different Batman. I just don't like really? Christian. Ba- I don't you like Christian Bale's. I don't. I, I like him, and I like him as Wayne, and I like him in the role. I don't like the voice. It's really? so the voice distracting. Really bothers you that much? It does. And why it bothers me so much is he puts the voice on around people that know he's Batman. Like he sits there in front of Lucius and is like telling him to, we gotta find blah blah blah. And it's like you're he knows who you are. Stop doing that stupid voice, yeah. and he does it anyway. Well, you know, you're in character. I just maybe uh, you just go with it at that point. And it progressively got worse all the way yeah. into Dark Knight Rise. It just got terrible. That's why I thought it was funny in uh, Batman when Jeremy Irons does yes. that sibilance, sibilance testing one two. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was a cool scene to show. Yeah, it's just one of those things, and it's like, I thought, I mean, I think I actually laughed in Dark Knight Rises between the, hello, and then the, it was like, the, this is... What was the first one? The the Bane, when he does oh, the, oh, hello, yeah, hello, <laughs> it's like, it sounds like something out of Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yes, yeah. it sounds like Seinfeld. Hello, hello, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess it's, uh, it became comical to me. Uh, he was like a, he sounded like a hammered Sean Connery. Yeah. That's why I loved it. Like whenever I do my impression, that's how I, okay, just picture Sean Connery hammered. That's yeah, how you do it's it. It's just, uh, I don't know. But yeah, Dark Knight, still a great movie regardless. Number one, can you guess what it is? Based on the other ones you just said, it's got to be Quest for Peace, Superman 4. <laughs> you that's think so? Be, that is the most logical explanation. Superman um, three with uh, Richard Pryor. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the money scheme where you shave off the the. Uh, I haven't heard any of the other Batman movies, the Tim Burton ones. No, none, on of, none of them. Uh, no, they're, they're on here. They're. Um, I can go back real quick before we read number one. Um, like I said, well, here, I'll just run through them real quick. Number fifty, Unbreakable. Forty nine, Watchmen. Uh, Forty eight, The Incredible Hulk with uh, Edward Norton. Thor, The Dark World is 47. As I mentioned, Sky High, which is 46. The original Batman in 89 is 45. Mm-hmm. Megamind is 44. The Wolverine is 43. Iron Man 2 is 42. The Mask with Jim Carrey, which... Whatever, is 41. Lame. Uh, Kick-Ass was 40. The Amazing Spider-Man was 39. Batman Mask of the Phantasm was 38, which really good movie. Uh, Batman the Movie from 1966 with Adam West is 37. Again, that, that somehow beats Man of Steel. 
somehow. Okay. Uh, Batman Returns with Michelle Pfeiffer, 36. Superman Returns was 35. Uh, Thor was 34. The Crow was 33. I don't know if I would consider him a superhero, but whatever. The Crow? Yeah. I liked it. No, it was a good movie. It's horrible. It's a good movie, and it's a comic book, but I don't... Even though it's a comic book, I don't say he's a superhero. Is Road to Perdition on there? No. Okay. Flash Gordon is number 32. Okay. The original Hellboy is 31. Okay. So that's where we are. Number one. And it's going to be a real obvious one. Oh, yeah, it will be. That I'm not even thinking of right now. Uh, I don't know. You got me. Some people call it the greatest superhero movie ever made. It's okay. You already went. I should take. I should take comic books. It's it's the best comic book movie ever made. Best comic. See, I'm looking at my list of (laughs) of Blu-rays and DVDs here, and I'm not seeing. I mean, I have Sin City sitting there. That's not. uh, That's not on the list. Question is, did you buy this? Probably not. If. I guess I do not own the world's greatest comic book movie, apparently, according to Rotten Tomatoes. It is Logan. No, I did not <laughs> buy it. It just came out a couple of weeks ago, you dingus. I got to borrow it. Uh, Jay said he was going to yeah. let me borrow it when it comes back. Yep. Number okay, one, Logan. Logan. Ranked in at 93% and adjusted to 107. Okay. So, do I don't you agree know. With that? Are you a fan of it? I really do think, you know, Scott and I reviewed it when we was in the show um, when Jason took his headphones off because he didn't he hadn't seen it yet, and we okay. both said, you know, it was one of those movies that sounds pretentious to say this because it makes you sound like you're bigger than people, but it doesn't feel like a movie as much as it felt like a film, if that makes sense. Okay. It felt very art house. It felt very, almost like a passion project, and you can feel that in every sense of the word. Um. You know, the action scenes that were in there were cool, but they felt grounded and real. And, I mean, in his portrayal of just breaking and hurting and the music and the scenes and the that death at the end. If you, oops, spoiler if you haven't seen it. Um, hey, Jay's going to let me borrow it next week. You haven't seen it? No, that's what I just said. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. I thought, <laughs> I thought you said you just didn't own it. No, I haven't seen it yet. Jay's going to let me borrow it next week, but now I know there's a death. Yeah. It's the little girl. I'm not going to say who it is. It's the little girl. It's got to be the little girl. Um, but yeah, it is It is by far um, one of the best comic book movies I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's it's so, so good. Um, now, I'd be curious to see where Wonder Woman, obviously with a 93%, where that fits into this whole mess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I... And that's the thing, too, that's like the stupid social justice warrior bullcrap about her having hairy armpits and like, or they, did you hear about the screenings for women only? Yeah. I, that are but going I, but on I, this? But I get that because this is a big thing for them. Okay. I understand that. But at the same time, does it really need to be pointed out like this? Like if you want it to be accepted as like, okay, a, a female superhero character like it almost feels like you'd want it to blend in as much as possible and not be pointed out for oh it's a girl it's a girl you know what i mean it it's sort of like a double edged sword i think for yeah, them yeah. i mean it's you know when you see something like this that's the first you know female solely driven heroic film on screen and it's getting this buzz it doesn't bother me i can see why they would do it i don't think guys should be pissed off i mean go no. go see it, see it somewhere else yeah i think it looks dope but at the same, I can totally understand where people are coming from it of just like, oh, you're going to do a screening like this. Like, what does that set the precedent? Like, why are we, why is that even a conversation? Like, okay, let them have a, free, a freaking screening of a movie. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think the media has to blow it out of proportion to the point where people are going to complain about it. But um, everybody wants to complain about, hey, that's the whole point of us, of, uh, you know, us talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, well, gonna- that's true. We're all complainers too, but still, that's crazy to me. Like what the fights that people try to pick with that kind of yeah. stuff it boggles my mind. So it should the be interesting to see awesome. if they, uh, maybe another year or two, where they would place that film because the number ten film was at like a ninety percent going mm-hmm. forward. So she's around ninety three percent. So 
If it's adjusted later in the future, it could be around a five or a six, I would say. Probably maybe a little higher. I'd say DC's got the woman uh, Halloween costume oh, yeah. locked up. I mean, last year they had all these Harley really bad Harley Quinns running around. And yeah. this year, who knows? Like, I posted on the website all those pictures of all the other women as uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. It'll be a great Halloween as far as I'm concerned. I'll tell you, it's going to be interesting now because up until this point, Marvel has kind of set the bar for DC to kind of try to follow. Mm -hmm. But now DC has done one first and done it well so that when Captain Marvel hits, that has to hit this bar. Yeah. And if it doesn't, it, this could be this could be the point where Marvel finally has has lost to DC. I, I, I think they're going to... I think... If they're in a three-round or a three-fight like trilogy right now, I think Marvel wins the second one, and then at the beginning, like it's gonna be like Rocky three, lose the first, well, you know, lose the first whatever, and then they're gonna have to come back. But I don't know if DC is gonna be able to do it. I, I mean, they would have to pull off something amazing at this point, other than Wonder Woman. I mean, Justice League would have to really knock it out. I of mean, the park. Justice League, you know. Would have to just, even if Justice League gets like an 80, 85 and just passes pretty decent to be a decent film, then they have Aquaman, yep. which could be really good. Could be. And if it turns out to be a smash hit with Aquaman, um, then I think after that, was it, what's the, is it, um, is it Justice League 2 or is it going to, is it going to be the Batman? Isn't there a Flash? I think that's 2019. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the Batman they've been talking about for a while, but who knows if Affleck's I mean, going to stay sober or if he's going to direct or if he decides next week he doesn't want to do it, you know? I mean... Well, he's 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 locked in the contract to be Batman, so he can't get out of that. But yeah. they have Matt Reeves, who has done the last two Planet of the Ape movies, and those look dark and grim and this serious looks, in tone. This yeah. one looks really cool. I yeah. can't wait to see that. So if he's taking Batman and putting in it and it's being written by Jeff Johns and, and Affleck themselves, mm -hmm. that could be the big punch they need when it comes to next year or the I hope so. 2018. I mean I I'd, I'd love to see him turn it around, but at this at this point I've seen them just squander every opportunity and hopefully this ends up being the time that they turn it around. Well they know what they need to do. Yeah. They just know lighten, they need to lighten the tone, allow Superman to freaking smile. Or just be a little bit more happy, you know? <laughs> Don't be that depressed, yeah. Because I've said it before, Henry Cavill, can he can be very, very likable. Yeah, it's I just, think so too. He just needs he to be... Just sad the whole time. He just needs to be directed to be that shining light. And I think everything, everything else about him is perfect. Just let yeah. him be that, you know... And I think Gal Gadot is going to show that you can be kick-ass and have that heart of gold to, to pull it off. Yeah. I'll say, so, hey, maybe this will start a new woman, like woman revolution of people being like, hey, you know what? It's time for us to start being good. Start, you know, <laughs> like, who who knows? We'll they're like, hey, Wonder Woman did it. You know, maybe I don't have to whine about everything all the time. That'd be great. I Just mean, like, break out I'm a sword not, and shield and go kill some people. <laughs> exactly. You know, be I'm like not recommending that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. This is this is our uh, video. Three months later, some woman goes on a rampage. <laughs> she did she, just what woman? Yeah, I heard it in a podcast. Yeah, these guys told me to do it. Um, well, I think that's it, man. I think that's uh, went a little bit longer than we thought we were going to go. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think Jay will be back next week, so we will cover our reviews on Wonder Woman, what we thought, kind of break it down a little bit more. Um, obviously whatever video game stuff is coming out we'll be heading that'll be the Friday before E3 starts so that's going to be and then uh, that next weekend I'm going to CEO there you go where is that actually Orlando oh, okay. right, um, right off of I drive um, across the street from the world's what, largest McDonald's what day is that what day of the week is that um, it is Friday through Sunday um, I got the date right here hang on because I'm, I'm actually going to be in Orlando for a conference oh well, I'm going to be at the, it's at the Wyndham Hotel on the corner of I Drive, like right by Ripley's, believe it or not. I'm going to be in International Drive at the JW Marriott. Okay, so I'm at the 16th, 17th, and 18th. I have my room wait, for wait, the 15th, 16th, 17th. Seriously? 18th. Yeah. 
all right, hold on. I'm going to be in Orlando on 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th. All right. Well, it sounds to me like you and I have a dinner date. What? Uh, so it's performing video games. What? What? Where? Where? I, mean, I guess. Well, I was going to drive home on Saturday, but I could probably stay a little bit later before I leave. There are four ballrooms that are. One of them they just announced it today, is going to have free to play, and it's sponsored by Geico. Actually, today they just dropped that too. That the guy who runs it, uh, Alex Jabaley, he got Geico to sponsor it. In the arcade room for free games set up all weekend is going to be Dance Dance Revolution 2014, Pump Up the Prime, Juby, Poppin' Music, Soul Calibur 2, Street Fighter Alpha 2, Initial D7, the racing game, two cabinets of that, uh, Vampire Savior. Pocket Tekken. Tournament. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be there. <laughs> Tekken 5, uh, Jeru, Mark of the Wolves, Windjammers, Capcom versus SNK2. Uh, Windjammers is... Oh, man, I love Windjammers. Yep. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, uh, Super Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Samurai Showdown uh, 5, Super Puzzle Fighter, and it, I can never pronounce this right, Ikaruga, the, Ikaruga. the shooter. Yeah, that's going to be there, yeah. too. That's one of the ballrooms, and the other one is all for Smash Brothers and Nintendo stuff. So you're, uh, you're going in as a competitor? Yes, Okay. When is the, what is the, the price? What is the price for a, a spectator badge? I believe is like fifteen to twenty dollars, maybe. Looks like it's fifty, unless that's for a. No, fifty is for if you're a player. A spectator badges can be purchased for forty-five bucks in in advance for the weekend. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, we will have single-day wristbands for twenty-five bucks per day. I could probably do that. Yeah, if you want to come up, man, there's a bar right there. You can check out some games. I'll bring an extra fight stick or controller if you want, and you can. Have at it with the rest of these fools. I gotta see where you guys are compared to where I'm at. Well, if you're on iDrive, it can't be that far. Yeah, my company puts us up in a. It's a. It's basically a five-star hotel. Mm. It's well, um. They... It's crazy. <laughs> they have this one at the Wyndham, and it's in the ballrooms at the Wyndham. Yeah, I'm All right, we'll have to check that out. That's sounds pretty wanna, cool. I want to say it's like eighty eleven International Drive. Is the address for it? I probably have it in my Google right here. I hear the CEO 2017 registration. So let's see what we got here. Yeah, the Wyndham Orlando Resort block is full. That's right. I already got a room. Yeah, I got a room at the Wyndham. Very cool. Yeah, uh, International Drive. Yeah. All right. I will uh, maybe try to do that. Yeah, definitely. See how well you do. Oh, I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm, I have no problem <laughs> admitting that. But it's I, I just like to go play. It's fun for me. Even though I'm not... I mean, I can't... I wish I could play this stuff at the level that other people can. But, like, to me, it's just... It's something I've always done. I've, I've gone to these since, like, 2012, I think, was the first one I went to. And they've just... Like, this year, they got... Uh, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, Kenny Omega is going to be there. The guy, he, like, fought in basically the WrestleMania of Japanese pro wrestling. Um, that he's going to be there this weekend again. And Xavier Woods stopped by last year from the WWE, from the New Day. So there's always something. I mean, it's in a wrestling ring, like the tournament and everything. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's definitely worth checking out. Okay, so that's... Oh, I know where this is. All right. Yeah, your your hotel is, like, 10 minutes from mine. Oh, okay. Well, there's shuttles all over the place all weekend, so... I'm going to be rocking a fucking minivan. <laughs> to like, front, like, yeah, the, com- the, the company's got a the company's got a town and country, so I'm going to be rolling in style. Oh, nice. Big dog got to eat. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that's it for this week. Um, you can catch us on the uh, website, uh, gofractyourself.com. Tom's uh, review of uh, Tekken 7 will be up Sunday night when this podcast goes live. Uh, you can check that out so see what his final verdict is. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, you can go to the website and give us that on the contact page or email us at frack. Was it Jesus? I always get this wrong. Uh, frack yourself podcast at gmail.com. And Twitter is the GFY show. So I think that is all of it. Also, if you follow us on uh, Instagram, not Instagram, um, iTunes. If you've listened to us on iTunes, please leave a review. Those actually help us get the podcast noticed and climb the rankings i don't think it does anything different on android or soundcloud but it definitely helps us out if we leave a review on itunes so 
I think it's where a lot of our traffic comes from. So that would help tremendously. Uh, for Tom, I'm Mike, and uh, I guess we're out. Have a good night, guys. See ya.